Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Just days away from the start of the Tennessee baseball season, we are joined by Tennessee head baseball coach Tony Vitello. Tony, thanks for uh, being here and kind of how excited are you? I know it's a little chilly today, a little rainy, but it's been decent weather and uh, looking forward to a lot of baseball this spring. Yeah, no, this is vol weather. Uh, the artificial surface has helped us a bunch prepare for times like these, which is we're cramming for opening day. And opening day, ideally, it'll be a little bit warmer weather in Arizona, but definitely good competition. How has that off-season training been? I know you, you get started towards the end of January, really, your first official in-season practice, but had a, a, a long extended fall session. Kind of how's that term been with Q back and getting a full year with those guys? Yeah, I think with Q, it kind of sets the tone early in the fall, but then also that period where you're really stressed out. They're home for Christmas. You don't know what they are doing and not doing. Yeah. And uh, he's just one more voice that I know keeps the guys accountable. And when they come back in town, regardless of what shape they're in, that's, that's where you got to start with their arm conditioning, uh, their leg conditioning, swings, everything else, and you roll with it. And fortunately, it appears our guys did what they needed to do. When you look at you know how dominant last year's team was, obviously, uh, what's the offseason been like in terms of eagerness, in terms of just hunger? You got a bunch of competitors on that team. I know it hurt yeah. last year, but obviously knowing that you get a great opportunity right back this year. I think there's a second year in a row a theme of we want to be our team. Yeah. We want to be this year's team, uh, not whether it's expectations, same personality, same routines. Um, there once, you know, there's a need for some separation there, I think, in our players' minds. And, and I think it's healthy. Each year does take on its own, you know, kind of little entity on our campus. And then within the league, there's a different kind of vibe that goes on every year too. So uh, the best thing our guys can do is play to their strengths and try and improve their weaknesses, but more than anything, come together as a team because that's kind of been our formula the last few years is a tight bond, guys playing for each other, and guys very comfortable around one another. You know, it's interesting. Um, you pretty much lost every starter in the field from last year. You haven't replaced a lot of good baseball players, and you have a lot of guys who have been in the system. You added to it this offseason with, you know, Maui and Zane Ditton and Griffin Merritt and, and all those type of guys. But what are the challenges in, in trying to replace those established guys at, at first? And Luke Lipsius, who you said is, you know, 45-year-old man, and yeah. obviously Beck and Gilbert and, and Russell. I think it's getting them to pick off where I left off, getting them to play around each other the way that we need to, mm -hmm. not necessarily what went on at their old school, um, you know, or a guy that's now got to play a bigger role like Jarrell, Trey, Cortland did. Now they've got to embrace the role of being an everyday player, whereas before they did such a good job of being kind of platoon guy um, or whatever was needed from them. So playing together is a, is a huge, huge theme. Um, and, and I also think, you know, for our guys, they got to be, you know, aware that there's a challenge now. Other people take note of Tennessee baseball. A lot of them are kind of gunning for us. We're probably a little overranked, uh, but that's because, again, the program's gotten more attention. With that comes fans that come to the games, but fans want to see wins. Um, the draft kind of starts to become a topic every year for every college program, but now that we've done well, maybe our guys get scouted a little bit more. So there's new challenges on the horizon, and, and the best we can do is, is bow up and face them as best we can. 
Well, maybe part of the reason for those those high rankings here in the early season is you return a lot of arms. Um, you know, a weekend rotation that was fantastic last year. You added to that with a healthy self, Haverson, and um, Andrew Lindsay, who you mentioned at the quarterbacks club meeting earlier this week. Um, what can you say about the depth and just the quality of guys you have in your staff and in your bullpen? You don't know what's going to go as the year goes on, but as of right now, I'd feel comfortable saying it's the deepest staff we've had since we've been here. Um, you know Coach Anderson, uh, Frank, is always going to do a phenomenal job with those guys. Yeah. We've got a hard work, hardworking group of catchers. So if you kind of got that deal going on right there, you should be in every game and you should be competitive. And then it's up to us to find a way to score, or play good defense behind them, or again, kind of have that X factor where we feel like our guys are, are playing as hard and you know together uh, as a unit as anybody out there. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Another group I want to ask about is the outfield. Um, you got a lot of competition out there. A lot of returning guys, and of course you added, um, you know, Griffin to, to that mix there. Uh, how? What should we expect the first couple of weeks of the season in terms of trying to kind of figure out who's where? Yeah, I, I think you should expect to see some flip-flopping going on. And th there's no question it's easy, easiest to play your best when you come to the park every day knowing exactly what is expected of you and what your role is. So it's kind of our job to illustrate to them that's not going to happen. So what you need to be comfortable with is being uncomfortable, kind of, but also not knowing what's going to happen. So take advantage of your opportunities when you're not out there, but also be on your toes and be watching the game um, when you're maybe on the bench and you have a chance to come, come off and play later in the game. But we'll do some experimenting, and it's nice to have options. It's the one position um, defensively where we feel like we can see the present and also the future. There's some younger guys, too. Um, but internal competition has always been something that, we want our recruits to seek out, not shy away from, uh, because it helps you mentally and, and also on the field skill-wise when you're pushed every day by other people. Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello just days away from the start of the new season. Uh, one of those guys that is kind of, I don't want to say full-blown outfielder, but a guy that's transitioned to the outfield, Jared Dickey. Uh, he's seen some time behind the plate and this position, that position. He's had injuries. Uh, what can you kind of say about what you're expecting from him this season? Yeah, I tease him that he stinks at first base, but that's because that's the minimum or the, the smallest amount of reps he's gotten yeah. at any spot. Otherwise, he's circled around the outfield. He's turned himself into a true SEC catcher and catching prospect uh, for Major League Baseball teams. But like our infield last year, Jarrell, Trey, and Cortland all could have played short, all could have played second, all could have played third. We went with what our best combination is. And right now, our best combination might be with Jared in the outfield. Uh, so we'll kind of see how that goes. Regardless of what his role is defensively, he's going to be one of our better bats. Mm -hmm. He's turned himself into a runner, which he wasn't even close to that in high school. Um, and, and then also he's a leader. Uh, who is going to be the guy that replaces Luke Lipsius' leadership, Drew Gilbert, Evan Russell? I could go on and on and on. Well, it's not going to be one guy, yeah. but one guy that's going to pull a lot of weight is going to be Jared Dickey. You mentioned him uh, in his role behind the plate at times, but you got a full room back there. you got Cal Stark and Rod Miller and, of course, Charlie Taylor. Kind of what's that group look like this year, and we'll, should we expect to see a lot of action with, with a number of different guys back there? Yeah, I think Ryan Miller's kind of more your bat. Um, 
offense first almost, and, and not to discredit the work he's put in back there. Jared's kind of your swing guy, but Charlie and, and um, Cal are really similar. I was going to say Landon Gray and, and Connor Pavoloni kind of had that one-two punch where we felt like they were one and the same. Now, with that deal, Landon hit left-handed and Pav hit right-handed. Yeah. Both Cal and Chuck are right-handed hitters, but they're capable at the plate. They really throw well. The thing I like most about those guys when on defense, the pitchers really respect them, and there's a great rapport there because of the type of character kid they are. Lastly, Tony, how you said each team or this group is trying to be their own team. You know, it's not last year's team. Uh, a new journey starts, you know, in Arizona. How would this team right now differ from some of the other teams you've had in the past? You know, I, I think this team um, kind of had to start from – you know, point A was a little further back. I, I don't, I don't want to say we were in the negatives or anything, but we, we didn't have the momentum we had coming into last year. The year before, we had momentum from COVID. We got so many guys back because they shrunk the draft. Year before that, you could feel kind of the building here of, we want to be really good, but it's going to take a couple years. Yeah. So this is a different deal. And in August, it was a very discombobulated, disjointed, whatever word you want to use, it won a team. And it's been so fun to see them evolve and become a team. But you really don't become a team till you're in the trenches mm -hmm. against another team. Um, on the road, at home, it doesn't matter. But it's going to count on your record. And you start to find out stuff about people. And that's right around the corner. Tennessee and Arizona will score off from Phoenix. That's coming up uh, just in a matter of days for Tennessee baseball. Tony, thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck this season. My pleasure. Thank you. Tennessee baseball coach Tony Botella. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.